Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. A day later, but still a lot of great content this week. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. The offseason is here. The Olympics are coming up. We have so much to get to on this week's episode of the Believe in Bulls podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Nick Schultz. It's great to be back with you again. We're a day later than usual. Yesterday, I made a big boy purchase and bought myself a car, my first car, actually, and we got caught up at the car dealership. And by the time I got home from everything, it was too late to record. So here we are today, a lot to get to. We are two days removed from the Milwaukee Bucks NBA Championship, their first in 50 years, and Bucks in six was legit. Now, I know I said on the podcast, Suns in six, I've never been happier to be wrong. I'm a big Giannis fan, and he proved why in this series. Finals MVP, he drops a 50-piece in game six to clinch the title. What else can you say? about this guy, and he's only 26. Now, to put that in perspective, I am 22. I'll be 23 at the end of the month. He's not that much older than me, and yet there he is playing like a seasoned veteran. I am a huge Giannis fan. I always have been, and just thinking about his journey, look at how far he's come from this now iconic moment. At least it's iconic to me when the Bulls played the Bucks in 2016. And they're led by Giannis out of Rumbo. To now, five years later, five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, 2020 Defensive Player of the Year, two-time MVP, and now you can add onto that resume, 2021 NBA Champion, 2021 NBA Finals MVP, and 2021 All-Star Game MVP. Giannis is just getting started, and you know, I'm a Bulls fan through and through, and I said that on the pod, that's why I do the Believe in Bulls pod, that's why I don't do Believe in Bucks. I'm a Bulls fan through and through, but when the team 
in Wisconsin, and Michael Wilbon made a similar point after the game. I'm not sure if anybody heard it. When the team closest to Chicago in the Milwaukee Bucks does what they did, it's a great story. And my attitude is, you know what? My team's out. They didn't make the playoffs this year. I'm going to root for Milwaukee because Giannis is my favorite non-bull. And he has been, like I said, for a few years now. He has been my favorite non-bull for a few years. To see him do what he did, to see what Milwaukee did, to see Deer District packed. I know a couple people who were in Deer District during the game to see that. Even watching from afar, it wasn't even my team. And I'm standing there. I was working that night at the bar. And I'm standing there in my Giannis shirt, cheering at the TV, getting excited. Not as excited as I would if the Bulls won, per se. But still, I'm sitting there going, go Bucks, Bucks in six. I was relentless. I'm not a fa- I'm not a fair weather Bucks fan. Let me be very clear. The Bulls are my team, but when my favorite player, who's not on the Bulls, is in the finals, I'm going to get into it. And it was just a great story. And let's put even more perspective on this story. The last time Milwaukee won the title was 1971. They were led by this 22-year-old center out of UCLA named Luel Cinder. Luel Cinder became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1972. That was the year after the finals that Luel Cinder changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's how long it's been since Milwaukee had won a title. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did not win that title in 71. Luel Cinder did. And that just is so cool to me. Think of the names on that team, too. You had John McLaughlin. You had Flynn Robinson. It's such a great story. A long time coming. I know a lot of Bucks fans that are happy. I know a couple of reporters up in Milwaukee covering it. What an experience. What a story. What a finals. Now we have to turn our focus to the offseason. And this is where we get to, you know, the Bulls portion of the Bulls podcast, you know. Now that the playoffs are done, the champion has been crowned. The Bucks had the parade today, Thursday, because we're dropping this on Thursday instead of Wednesday. What's next for this offseason? What's coming up? What do we have to look forward to? Well, you had the draft in a week. Yes, a week from right now is the NBA draft. And that means next week's show will not be on Wednesday. It'll probably be on Friday. We'll do a draft special I'm hopefully going to have a guest on. I might do a pre-draft show, too. We'll see. It depends on time and whatnot this week. But the NBA draft is Thursday, July 29th. It'll be on ESPN. Free agency begins August 2nd. Contracts can be signed August 6th. We have a lot going on here in the next couple weeks. So we ask the question we've been asking on the show now for the last four weeks, five weeks, however long the playoffs have gone on. What do the Bulls do now? We kind of got some clarity on that this week from the Action Network. Matt Moore wrote an article last Saturday, so this is a little less than a week ago, and it's talking about will the Bulls be big spenders? And you look down in the article a little bit. He writes, quote, The Bulls are expected to be big spenders in the free agency market, particularly at guard. They have $24 million in non-guaranteed salary between Thaddeus Young and Tomas Sadoransky, a $3 million team option on Brian Archidiakono, and much of the roster are restricted free agents. Note, this is my note, Lowry Merkinen is one of those and could be a signing trade candidate. This is more from the article. Four names are tied to Chicago. Kyle Lowry, wow, Dennis Schroeder, Lonzo Ball, and Spencer Dinwiddie. Chicago wants a playmaking point guard next to Zach Levine. The Bulls had extensive talks with New Orleans about a ball trade at the deadline but weren't able to reach a deal. Now, before I get to this last little bit here, Kyle Lowry? The Bulls are tied to Kyle Lowry. We, we, we got to talk about this because that's a big name to be tied to. 
they're connected some way, somehow, to Kyle Lowry as the answer at point guard. Could they pull that off? Should they pull that off? Let's let's dive into that before I look into anything else. Because I've talked extensively about Lonzo and Dennis Schroeder. I've not talked about Spencer Dinwiddie on the pod, but Kyle Lowry is the most intriguing name on this list. Just because you don't expect, at least I don't expect, a player of his caliber to be tied to the Bulls. Six-time All-Star? I mean, NBA champion in 2019 with Toronto? Could he be the answer? Should he be the answer? Well, I have my worries because he is 35. He's older. And you've already got a player in his 30s in Nikola Vucevic. Now, I love Vuce. I love his game. I think it translates well to the Bulls system. I've said that before. I'm not going to... I'm not going to keep saying that over and over. Kyle Lowry is 35 years old. Is he past his prime? I don't know. He wasn't an all-star this year. He made six straight all-star games from 2015 to 2020. Again, he won an NBA title with Toronto alongside Kawhi. But I don't know if he'd necessarily be the answer at the point guard position. I mean, he's got the game. We've seen it, but I worry about his age. That worries me, and if the Bulls are going to be big spenders, like this article says, I don't know if I want them to spend big on Kyle Lowry just because of everything I just said. He's aging. I worry he might be past his prime. I don't know about this one. But it's still, to have the Bulls connected to a name like that shows you what this new front office is doing for this team. Because it used to be that they were tied to a name like that. It'd be like an eye roll, like, okay, Whatever, the Bulls aren't serious in this. We've seen Arturis Karnaschovas be aggressive in the past, and I wouldn't rule it out necessarily. I think they're doing their due diligence. He wouldn't be my top choice. Spencer Dinwiddie would be a good option as well. I, I like Spencer Dinwiddie's game, and he'd be intriguing, but just to see Kyle Lowry on there. And this is the last paragraph of this section of Matt's article. Quote, Lowry will be the toughest to get. Philadelphia, Miami, and New Orleans are among the expected suitors for Lowry. The Pelicans would have to find a taker for Eric Bledsoe to make such a deal happen. Now, that's also an interesting tidbit there. Because, as I've said on every episode of the show so far, I think, I think we're on episode, what, 28, 29 of the show? Every episode I brought up Lonzo Ball. That's the path to a Lonzo trade. Kyle Lowry can go to New Orleans. They've got their point guard. They can let Lonzo walk. Now, as it's been reported... By Sham Sharani, a friend of the show, friend of mine. The Pelicans aren't expected to match an offer sheet for Lonzo. So the Bulls could feasibly go get him. Because the Pelicans probably aren't going to bring him back. So that could be the path that way. I talked last week about Dennis Schroeder's fit. I am not sold on it. I need someone to sell me on it. Because he would not be my first choice. My first choice is obviously Lonzo. But I think Dennis Schroeder would be intriguing to say the least, to see how his game would translate because he can take over. But at the same time, I didn't see as much good this year as I wanted to. Spencer Dinwiddie would be a fun option. He's been tied to the Bulls for a while. Old friend alert. He played for the Windy City Bulls in 2016 before the Nets gave him a contract. So that would be really interesting. It would be a cool story, first of all, to see him come back to the Bulls system. But he's more of a combo guard. Point guard, shooting guard combo, which isn't bad. I mean, I'd like the versatility in there. Again, the best way to describe it for me would be intriguing. Like, all of these are intriguing in different ways. I use that word over and over again. But I think what the Bulls need is a true point. They don't need a combo point guard, shooting guard. If you want that, you got Kobe White. Now, granted, Kobe's hurt, but still, you've got Kobe White on the roster. You don't need 
a combo point guard, shooting guard. You need a point guard. That's why Lonzo is the best of these candidates. Schroeder would be second. I'd rank Dinwiddie third. I wouldn't, I'd actually put Kyle Lowry fourth on this list. You need a younger guy to come up. You can get Lonzo. You can get Dinwiddie. I, I, don't, I don't know if he called Dennis Schroeder, quote unquote, young. But still, I, I don't know if I'd want Kyle Lowry. Someone sell me on it, please. Tweet me, DM me, whatever. Maybe set me straight. But that's where I stand on that. Either way, we got a big offseason ahead. I think a lot can be dependent on what happens with next week's draft. Are the Bulls going to trade into the first round? Casey Johnson's reporting it's a possibility. I've been saying that Arturis is going to do that for a while. I haven't based it off sources, obviously. I've been just saying it off of Arturis' aggressiveness, etc., etc. But there's scuttle that the Bulls could trade into the first round. If they do that, are they going to take a point guard? Io DeSumo, anybody? Who knows? A lot's going to be dependent on what happens next week at the draft. After that, we'll have a clearer idea of what path the Bulls are going down. I keep making the analogy of Loki. If anyone's seen Loki, no spoilers here. This is just the plot line of Loki. You've got your sacred timeline, the timeline, what's supposed to happen. But there's all these other possibilities, these branches in time. Which branch could happen? Which direction could it go? Could it be trade up and draft a point guard? Could it be not trade up and get Lonzo Ball? Could it be taking Kyle Lowry in free agency? We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually interested in what the Bulls are doing this offseason. Second year in a row, I've been really interested to see what the Bulls do because usually I'm sitting there going, well, they're going to mess this up somehow. Well, what? how are Garpacks going to screw up the draft this time? Or what washed up player are the Bulls going to get now? No, I'm excited. I don't think I'd be as excited if they didn't go out and get Nikola Vucevic at the trade deadline, but they did. Now it's all about putting together a winning product and Lonzo's the answer. That's just where I stand. I think he takes them to a playoff spot, not even the play-in. I'm talking the playoffs. We'll see in the next few weeks. Briefly, before I wrap up, the Olympics are starting soon. Opening ceremonies are coming up on Friday. We need to talk about what I'm calling Zach Levine's COVID adventure. And when I say adventure, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good adventure. Let's take you back to April. He went into health and safety protocols, tested positive for COVID-19. He missed 11 games. Came back, Bulls missed the playoffs, missed the play-in, everything. Let's go to Monday. Reports come out that, now, we know Bradley Beal has been in health and safety protocols not going to Tokyo. Jeremy Grant was in health and safety protocols, but is ending up going to Tokyo. Well, Monday, Zach Levine entered health and safety protocols and wasn't sure if he was going to Tokyo or not. He was not with them. He was not with Team USA when they got to Tokyo. Then, yesterday, Wednesday, he's cleared. He's going to the Olympics. He can continue recruiting, and we get to watch him play for a gold medal. So, it's been quite the adventure with Zach. Uh, Joe Cowley has call him the unluckiest bull ever, I think, or something along those lines. I'm not saying he's wrong with that because, again, he tested positive in April and missed 11 games. Then there's the thinking initially that, oh, my God, he's not going to be able to play for a gold medal now because of COVID. No, he's going to be there on the court playing for a gold medal, and us bull fans are going to be sitting there watching this whole thing. Here's how you can watch Team USA in the Olympics. This is the schedule that's set. Sunday, July 25th, they play France at 7 o'clock Central Time on Peacock. All these games are on Peacock. So you got to wake up early on Sunday and watch Zach in the Olympics. Tuesday, this game's technically Wednesday, but because of the time difference, it starts on Tuesday in our time zone. Tuesday, July 27th at 11.40 p.m. Central Time. So it is written as Wednesday, 
July 28th at 12.40 a.m. Eastern. It technically starts Tuesday night at 11.40 p.m. Central Time. Team USA takes on Iran on Peacock. And then Saturday, July 31st, which happens to be my birthday, by the way, Team USA takes on the Czech Republic at 7 a.m., and that's on Peacock as well. So that's how you can watch Team USA in the Olympics as they try to compete for a gold medal. I'm going to be watching. I'm excited for the Olympics after missing it last year. And it's going to be fun seeing Zach Levine out there have a player on the Bulls back on the Olympic roster. It's going to be great. And maybe he can bring one of these guys to Chicago down the road. I was really hoping he'd be in Bradley Beal's ear, though. Bradley Beal has kind of put his name in conversation with the Bulls over the last year with the changing of the guard in the front office and whatnot. He's been retweeting stuff, supportive of it. I was really hoping Zach would be in his ear, but obviously Bradley Beal did not make the trip because of COVID. But still, it should be good. I'm hoping Team USA brings home the gold, and especially after these exhibition games. Yikes. But it's going to be fun. I'm excited. So here's what we got coming next week. I might do a show on Wednesday. Stay tuned to my Twitter for that. Either way, we will have a show next week at some point. The draft is Thursday night. I work Thursday night at my job. So no show Thursday night, no draft reaction, whatever. Friday, I will have a post-draft show, maybe with a guest. We'll see. I'm still in the planning stages. It depends on what the Bulls do. If they just stay in the second round, I'm not going to go all out for the show. I'm going to be honest with you. It's the second round of the draft. Unless they find like a Nikola Jokic in the second round, I'm not going to do a show or a big show if they just draft a second rounder. If they have a big night, trade into the first round, find a way to trade into the lottery, do whatever, make a big deal, everything like that. We'll have a huge show Friday breaking it all down for you. Either way, you can expect some sort of content about the draft next week here on the Believe in Bulls podcast, on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this special Thursday edition of the pod. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, get the vaccine when you can. Talk to you next week, talking NBA draft and more here on the Believe Podcast Network. Have a great week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.